Hey everyone, welcome back to the Keeping It 100 podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We're so glad you uh, you take your time out of your day, week, whatever you're doing. You stop and you listen to us because uh, honestly, if you didn't listen to us, then we would have no reason to do this. It's a waste time, but it is helpful to have these type of conversations. Yes, with each other. Yeah, and I I mean I know it helps us. Yeah, and that's why we put it out there for you guys because we hope that it helps you too and. That, you know, you benefit from it and it challenges you and it pushes you forward in your faith. That's right. We're having a very crucial conversation, as they all are. Yes. But we're talking about uh, how to own your faith. Yeah. So, yeah. basically, the, this idea of faking it till you make it. Yeah. Faith it till you make it. Faith it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, because as you guys, if you guys don't know, we have a huge passion for youth ministry, right? We we care deeply. Yeah, we care deeply about youth, middle school, high school. Even the, going into college and even before middle school and high school, like we care deeply about you guys. We care about your faith and, um, and that you recognize just how crucial it is to your life. Mm-hmm. And the sad thing is we've been in this for a while now, not as long as other people. We're not as seasoned maybe as other youth pastors, but we've been in it long enough that we've seen people or students go from authentic, looking like they're having a strong faith, they're come to youth group, they're in community, but then, for whatever reason, they kind of fall away. Their faith doesn't really mean anything to them anymore. They go to college, and for whatever reason, like their faith wasn't their own, so it kind of just falls off, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna yeah. talk about that today, like yeah, no, for sure. And I think this is a like a huge problem, yeah, uh, because I think there's a stat. I think once school said like maybe around seventy percent of of students mm. like you know walk away from the faith yeah. when they're eighteen. Some say sixty. Some say 50, like regardless, it's it's, it's over half yeah. of the of the students that we meet and that we encounter and that we that we disciple and that we walk with. Eventually, when they hit 18, their faith is uh, is not it's not really rooted. Yeah, and it's sad to think like when we look at the students on a Monday night or when we see like our like we just know our handful of students that are that we have like thinking that over half of them are going to be Christian. Mm-hmm. By the time they go up to college, mm-hmm. it kind of it breaks your heart really when you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm. so we want to talk about the two. Like, why does that even happen? Yeah, what's going on? Why do we think it's happening? What can we do? What can you do? Because um, I think, especially if you're watching this, but if you're a Christian, um, I think most people are going into it thinking, okay, well, this is going to be for a time, and then I'm going to be done. I think yeah. when people actually give it, give themselves to it, they think, okay, well, this is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They like they f- experience a real life change, but then something happens, and they just yeah fall away. So yeah, for sure. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I, so let's let's be like 100 here. Yes. I think part of uh, the walking of the f- like like away f- from the faith has like like we have to own our part <clears throat> yes. as leaders and as pastors is yes. that you know there was an era and a time which we've kind of been like a part of this kind of youth ministry culture where youth you know ministry was all about pizza dodgeball mm-hmm. and just doing silly stuff um and i don't know about you but part of my youth ministry life when i was a high schooler no one really taught me how to actually daily every day mm. follow jesus mm. Step by step. Yeah, we had moments, and of course, we had, of course, like you know, the altar calls. We had camps, and we had all these things, but no one actually told me like the nuts and bolts 
of what it means to like just disciple mm. and like to follow Jesus, mm. you know? And so I think there has to be a part where as leaders we say, okay, yeah, you know, back in the day uh, we do try to structure, of course, everything <clears throat> with having fun and enjoyment. Mm -hmm. But in some cases that's kind of like the main thing over trying to like disciple kids, mm -hmm. you know? I know for me, Growing up in youth group, we had like a discipleship program. Like it was called discipleship where um, if you wanted to go deeper, you could. That was a choice thing though, right? Mm. And I even know a lot of the friends that I had in youth group or people I saw in my youth group growing up aren't Christian anymore. Probably because they just didn't take it seriously, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it does. a lot of it does fall on leaders as us to, mm -hmm. to show that. Um, but then there's part of it too that is on the students. Like you have to take the faith, make the faith your own, right? And... <clears throat> I think a big problem is like we're not showing students the actual importance of having Jesus in their life. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes we can be too shallow, we can be too wishy-washy. We can um, they see things in the culture, and that is an that's an answer to stuff going on in their life. Like this is the answer to this because that's what culture says, but we don't show them the side of it. like this is the answer to this because that's what Jesus says, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and maybe. <clears throat> A lot of it is on us, and we can't just assume that they're going to know. Like, we can't assume that you guys are going to know what the answer is to some things because you guys are just starting this faith journey, right? Like, when you're in middle school and high school, you're just starting to develop your faith for yourself legitimately. And if not, I think that's why you fall away because mm -hmm. we just don't give the actual answers, like you were saying, the discipleship of how mm -hmm. to read your Bible, how to do this stuff, mm -hmm. and why it even matters. Yeah. I know a lot of students now who aren't Christian or walk away from it because they just don't see why it matters mm. in their life. Like... Yeah, this was something that was fun to go to youth group, but reading the Bible, praying, mm -hmm. like what's the actual importance of that in my life? Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's really good. I love when you said about the answer, like the questions part, because mm. I think that's a big part of it, mm -hmm. is that they haven't allowed their faith to really answer some of the questions that they have. Mm -hmm. Usually they want something quick, yep. they want something easy. And they want something that will, you know, generally make everyone happy, mm -hmm. right? That's just, uh, that's not just students, that's culture in Yeah, general. but that's just culture, like, in general. Yeah. And so, you know, trying to apply faith in different questions and different environments and, you know, like, how do I bring my faith to my friends? It just, it just you know, like, there's no time put in to really learn, like, mm -hmm. you know, the answers like to those are questions yeah and maybe part of it too is because it doesn't seem like it's fun like mm. sitting there reading your bible um yeah and not that it yeah. has to be fun right there's parts mm. of faith that aren't fun no it's part of it is a discipline right just yeah. like anything like if you're f is for friends who <laughs> <laughs> you is for you and me I'm throwing back some spongebob there but like say for those of you who might be involved in a sport right mm. there's parts of doing a sport that aren't fun I'm sure there's parts of practice that aren't fun, mm -hmm. things that you have to do, workouts that you have to do that aren't fun, but mm -hmm. they make you better. Mm -hmm. They make you know the game better. They make you play better. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, there's parts of living an active faith that aren't fun, maybe, mm -hmm. um, but they make your faith stronger yeah. and they build it up to where the, when the times come where, you know, something big happens in your life, mm -hmm. you have that answer. Yeah. And I think here's another thing too. Um, in today's culture, like, we need to have an answer for everything. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like, we need mm -hmm. it now. Mm -hmm. Whereas with faith, there's a lot of unknown. Yeah. And you have to be okay with the unknown. It's a process. Yeah. Yeah.
It's a thing where God's not going to give you the answer right away. But when we ask a question like, why did my parent die? Why did my friend die? Why did this person commit suicide? Why did mm-hmm. this happen? What happens to them when that happens? Mm-hmm. We, go to, we go to culture and say, oh, well, this is what culture says about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, then that's my answer. Because you can, you can find an answer quickly for anything. But the, I think the things that actually have substance and meaning take time to process. They do. Such as faith. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is so true. And so, Ron, so what are some th- kind of some habits, some things that st- like students can do to like really <laughs> begin to ground their faith? Mm-hmm. Um, I think one, for example, is uh, we need people. Yes. Right? And I think that's a big part of it is that, you know, st- like st- st- students will flock to whoever like accepts them, mm-hmm. right? Of course, as they are. And I can admit that that sometimes like the church hasn't been as accepting mm-hmm. when people ask certain questions that they may think, "Whoa, you shouldn't be asking that question. That's a little, that's mm-hmm. a little on the edge there," you know. <laughs> um, and so, for sure, like for me, uh, I think we need to be like, surrounded by people who will accept us as we are, but not accept us as we are. If that Ooh, makes sense, yes, yes, right. Like, like for us to change and to grow and to and to ask questions and to be challenged, right? But um, recognize you're somewhere along that journey, and it's okay if you're that that part on the journey. Yeah, and that's why mm-hmm. like, I think the church is the first place like to go to because mm-hmm. you, because because like you need people who are further like, you know like along than you or of course who are you know older than you to not just say like we believe in you we love you we forgive you no shame no guilt whatever but but to also to tell you when you're being a jerk <laughs> or, or to tell you when you're being that nice or, or to tell you when you're you know faking heresy or not thinking wrong or to teach you how to apply faith like to every day mm-hmm. you know because that's true because if you want to find a place that like community you can find it anywhere. 100%. Like, if you want to find a place that accepts you for this way or this way or this way, culture has all that for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You find a specific spot in culture and you'll have it. You'll have mm-hmm. the community. You'll have people who will support you in every single thing you do. Yeah. You can find those people. But if you want to have a life that is meaningful mm-hmm. and that is, like, you're actually challenged to be better, mm-hmm. the church is one of the places to do that. And, that. and it's not just to be challenged, but to actually find true acceptance. Mm. I think, as you said, the church needs to be a place where you can be fully loved, Mm -hmm. regardless of where you are in your walk with God, Mm -hmm. like accepted, but also challenged to say, hey, this is what God has for you because it's great. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a shame thing. It's not like, ugh, get away. Like, I think the thing is when people think of the church, they think maybe I'm too yucky. Maybe I'm Mm. too dirty. Maybe I'm too unclean to be around those people. They're not going to accept me. But I think the thing is like, even Jesus touched the people with leprosy, mm. the people who were unclean. Mm-hmm. He brought those people to him because he wanted them near him. He wanted the prostitutes with him, mm. sinners, tax collectors, the people that people in culture that day were like, ooh, we don't want anything to do with you. But that's, mm-hmm. the church wants everything, everyone. They want mm. all those people. Mm. We just need to actually live that out and be willing to, to take yeah. the step in accepting those people, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think um, we also, you know, there's a scripture in the Bible that says to work out your salvation mm. and what scripture is not saying is that you know we earn our salvation by yes. our works or by yeah. our like behavior or 
whatever, or we earn God's love and affection, you know, towards us by like the good things we do. But it's saying like there needs to be like an effort yeah. there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, God has blessed us with free will mm-hmm. and freedom, and like if we don't choose to use that to to pursue God. Will start to drift, mm-hmm. right? And our heart will start Always. to want the things that aren't of God, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so there has to be kind of this, 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 this work that we do to like read books, ask questions, read your Bible. But I think here, but I think here's the thing: um, I, like, like a lot of us did, don't like to put in the work. Yes, you're right. Right, <clears throat> you're right. We don't like the effort. Um, of could be doing something else you would yeah, enjoy. Yeah, or like I'd rather do something that that actually cost me less, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and that's the call of Jesus. Is is that the call of Jesus is an extreme one, right? He says to like to drop everything and, and follow me, and that means that sometimes we're gonna have to like work and we're gonna. Mm-hmm. Kind of like like adjust our schedule, and we're gonna have to like read the Bible when we don't actually want to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to learn, you know what I mean? And yeah. so, so I think part of that is also like the like the work that you know that's involved. And I think the thing that's hard to realize, especially when you're in high school, it was hard for me or middle school. It's hard for me to recognize this, but it'll cost you everything, <clears throat> but you'll get everything out of it. Like, Come on. It'll cost you everything, like your desires, your passions, um, the things that. Like, your agenda, it'll cost you everything. Like, everything that you have, it'll cost it all, but it'll give you everything. Like, mm. there's only good that comes. God doesn't give bad gifts, right? Mm. He only gives good gifts. And the, and sacrificing those things to him only rewards good things, I mm. think. Um, is it going to be easy? Mm. Not always, but it's going to be good. True. Which is, it's hard to, I think in today's culture, we, we have to struggle with the idea of doing things that are easy and feel good in the moment. Mm. Like, it's the instant gratification thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so easy. Like, the fact that if you can't get someone's attention in the first second on TikTok, mm-hmm. then they're swiping already, mm-hmm. that tells you something, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <clears throat> nah, man. That's so true. What else? What else to, so what else do you think about just students and falling away from faith? Like, I think, again, making it, like, real and making it your own. Um, is super big. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going through life, just going to church and just like hanging out with friends, you're probably going to be part of that statistic, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to be part of a statistic. That just feels crappy. Yeah, no. Like you sure. don't want to be part of those people who just kind of goes about ch- goes about church, goes to see their friends, but doesn't have real life change. Because there is mm-hmm. real life change even when you're a student. Mm-hmm. Even when you're a student, your life can be changed. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing that's a big thing too that I think we are going to mess up. Like in middle yep. school and high school, I was a Christian. I was following Jesus the yeah. way that I thought was best, but I messed up in major ways. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Yeah. Right? It's like part of walking away from faith is like running away from God. Yes. Right? Like I don't want to deal with God or or if I, you know, come to God with my sin and my shame or, yeah, like, you know, I'm a Christian and I should be holy and sanctified and 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 like, a, and like a good person, but yet I still have these thoughts. I still have these actions. I still mm-hmm. choose this thing, and we walk away because we're just scared that the Lord will, you know, reprimand us mm-hmm. uh, or destroy us or you know punish us mm. because of our sin. 
I mean, Jesus didn't say, come to me, all you who are perfect mm. and living the perfect life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Those who are weary. The perfect life. <laughs> come to me, all who are weary. Yes. Like, you're, you're struggling, man. You're mm-hmm. going through things. Mm-hmm. Like, go to Jesus and he'll give yeah. you a rest. Like, he wants you to go to him. And, I, and, and there's been moments when I was growing up, and even now, not as much now, but like when I was growing up, I remember a specific point in my life where I messed up. Like, I was not living the life of faith that yeah. I should have been, but I was, I was saying, hey, I'm a Christian. And, um, I mean, the first place I went to was the church, just because mm-hmm. that's what I knew, right? And I'm so blessed to have a youth pastor that was like, hey, man, like, yeah, you messed up, mm. but you know what? God still loves you. Yeah, Is there going to be, you know, consequences for what you've done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? God still loves you, and we're going to walk through this together. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing. And maybe mm. we want to say to you students, too, is like, when you mess up, mm-hmm. like, don't run away. Don't. Like, don't run don't. away from us. Like, we want to, yeah. like, whatever it is, we want to work through it with you, right? Yeah. Because that's what God would, God yeah. does, is he wants yeah. to work through it with you. And not just, like, mistakes, too. I'm talking about, like, just, even just, like, struggling. Yes. Right? Just yes. mentally, emotionally, like, like struggling with, like, connection, friendships. Like, whatever it is, God invites us on the journey. I think we, you know, I think we need to really understand that, is that the Christian walk is a journey. Mm-hmm. It's a process. It's a step-by-step thing. It's a relationship. It's not something that we we achieve, you know, in a moment of our life and we're completely perfect and we're, you know, like the, there'll be moments where you'll have doubts. Mm-hmm. You'll have fears. Mm-hmm. You'll make b- big mistakes. Uh, but what's amazing about God and his grace is just like the grace that he gives us mm-hmm. to just keep pressing forward and keep striving to be more like him. Yeah. I think maybe one thing that we should address and then we can, you know, wrap it up, but like mm. Christianity and it's in fitting into the world, right? Mm. Like I know a lot of students would be like, well, Christianity doesn't agree with this about culture, so therefore it can't be good. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a Christian, then you can't believe this, mm. so therefore it can't be good mm-hmm. because culture is saying like this is what it means to be an upstanding person. Mm-hmm. So how do we reconcile that, like Christianity and culture and the mm. two of them mixed together? Because they're going to clash. There's many areas where Christianity and culture are going to clash, right? Like they're mm-hmm. going to butt heads, go against each other. It's not always going to be perfect fitting, right? Mm-hmm. So what do we do like for students who are saying, yes, but culture is saying this, and this is what's... And that's a very real thing. Like people who, especially people who are new that's Christians, like, but thing. I've grown up knowing this. Mm-hmm. Like I believe this, but yet Christianity is telling me this. Mm-hmm. So what do I do about that? Like do I sacrifice one? Is there a mixture of both? What do we do? Yeah, like... <clears throat> I think there's a, uh, a, a a way and a life to live to uh, to be in this world, but not, of course, of this world. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important for us to kind of, look, of course, understand that you can be in, like, culture. Like, I love culture. Like, mm-hmm. I love pop culture. I love art, music. I love what's trending. I love, I love what's cool. But I think it's it's when we like, allow... Th- like the ideologies and the in the and the thoughts, in uh, the values of culture to like, but to start to like influence mm. me, right? Because of course, like, you know, culture will always be like against like yeah. the kingdom of God, right? You know, you know, culture says me, 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 me. You know, Jesus and his kingdom says to serve and to. It's, it's about other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's um, making choices of, uh, you know, wrestling with those few things that, you know, that you struggle with. And I think, I think just having a, a moment of, 
of like surrender, mm-hmm. you know, like surrender and let those things, um, but still enjoy culture. Like, don't be, you know, maybe this is like offensive, but yeah. don't be Amish. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, don't like be like, oh, you, mean, yeah. you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I, I would agree. I, um, I think you can see aspects of the kingdom of God in culture too. Yeah, sure. Like the inclusiveness of culture. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit too far, but the kingdom of God is super <laughs> is super inclusive. Anyone can come, right? That's right. But the part where it's different in the kingdom of God is where it, you're allowed in. Mm. But like anyone can come, but mm-hmm. there is a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I yeah. forget where I heard it. Where was it? Oh, I, I remember. I was talking with a friend. And a lot of people go into Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to shape it around in their former way. Mm-hmm. But it's as if like you're going, you're joining a soccer team, mm-hmm. right? And you're going in like, all right, here's the rules for my soccer. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to, I, I, don't, I can touch the ball with my hands. Mm-hmm. I, I can dribble it if I want. Mm-hmm. I can pick it up and run away with it if I want. Mm-hmm. But that's not the rules of soccer. No. And likewise, that's not the rules of, Christ, like, I don't want to say rules of Christianity, but that's not like mm-hmm. the framework of Christianity, right? Yeah. You can't come in and decide what you are going to do with your Christianity, right? It's mm-hmm. it's an like it's an aspect of following Jesus in a lifestyle that calls to change a lot of things in your life, mm-hmm. which are for the better. Yeah, I believe they are. And those and I think part of it too is testing those things, right? Mm-hmm. Testing those things that are called to change. Testing them, not keeping them to yourself. Like talk to other people about issues, mm-hmm. about struggles you have, yeah. about mixing culture and Christianity. Exactly. Like. But culture says this and Christianity says this, so how do I reconcile that? Mm. And not just trying to... Because if we think about it ourselves, yeah. we're never going to get the full picture, right? Yeah. And that no. includes us too, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, the Lord wants us to like embrace culture, mm. right? Like, we're supposed to change it. Like, we're supposed to be the trend, mm. if that makes sense. Yep. So that will be a good sermon series. Be the trend? Be the trend. Uh, but Ooh. the idea is that, like, we're supposed to be stepping... <clears throat> into culture like influencing it not just being a pastor but being like a musician doctor lawyer like whatever we're supposed to take like the like the the values of the kingdom and bring it into of course every area of life Mm -hmm. you know and so the lord the lord wants us to embrace culture you know and i mean there's nothing that says that you can't be a fun Christian. Right? Yeah. You can oh, be a Christian sure. have fun all the time. Yeah. Do stupid things. I mean, mm-hmm. just look at us. We do stupid things all the time. <laughs> Some a lot more than others. <laughs> no, I think... No. <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the day, it just comes to owning it. Mm-hmm. Like, make it, taking the work to get it done. Mm-hmm. And in a culture where instant gratification and taking the easy road is like king... We have to fight the drift to do that and actually work. Like, I mean, I'm sure you would, you would agree, but I still have to work for it, right? Yeah. I still have yeah. to, like, there's times where I'll go days without reading my Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I need to get into that rhythm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's been even times in my life, too, where it's been weeks. It's like, no, I need to get back into the rhythm. What mm-hmm. am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. those things are key and you have to fight for it or else it's going to drift, right? Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We really should do part two of this. Yeah. I feel like you can't really have one conversation about these things. Not, yeah. yeah. Well, if you did like it and you want a part two, let us know. Like, uh-huh. say, let us know what you think, what you thought. Maybe mm-hmm. if you're a student, tell us why you why you see your friends walking away. Mm-hmm. Things that come up, like questions that you have. Like, honestly, we want your questions even in the comments. Um, message us on Instagram. 
IG. IG. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I don't know, TikTok. You message us on TikTok, too, if you That's want. That's right. Whatever, wherever you can get a hold of us, message us. We want to know your questions, uh, your comments. We want to know what you think. We really do. We really care about what you think. So please reach out and what you want us to talk about. Questions you have about faith or life. Mm-hmm. We want to hear them. That's right. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Keeping It 100 podcast. We'll see you guys next week. See ya.